Welcome to the Marketing Intern Spotlight. A marketing intern is a listener who's spreading our message authentically. Hear their story, their passion, and their journey. Enjoy. I like the, uh, I like these, you know. The headphones, the headphones nice. change it all. Yeah. yeah. It honestly changes everything. Do you have headphones when you've been recording? No. The guy that kind of produces it, if I'm doing an interview, he sits there with the headphones on it and listens to make sure that, but that if I'm on the road and I'm on my own, literally it's like your guy's old. The snowball. the snowball? It's not a snowball, but it's, you know, it's a little, little device that sits in there and picks it up and, you know. Wow. And yeah. you still have a producer that travels with you? No. So that's all on my own. You can, uh. You can lie and say you do. Yeah. <laughs> You're going but I, but, I, but if I could just get a couple of these, even if they were just fake, <laughs> it just kind of, kind of feels official. <laughs> well, when you're speaking by yourself, so when you did like season one and you were just speaking, right? Uh, the headphones are huge because it actually helps you like lock in and I like it that. feels like you're just secluded in this little area. Right. Yeah. yeah. And and just to give some context, you're in now season two of your Cooper Sock podcast. Uh, we, I finished season two. Did off yes. the cuff with John Sarah. Go subscribe. Yeah, I I haven't tuned in for a while, but I know you brought in new guests and stuff. And yeah, talking. season two was a kind of a collection of uh, conversations with team members across the organization, all different positions. From the last one was with our founder CEO. Uh, first one was with a server. Uh, had That's bar- awesome. Bartenders, uh, office managers, kitchen managers, uh, hourly employees from the kitchen, from the bar servers and so forth people that had been with the company since day one some that had only been been with us for a couple of months so it was uh 14 15 episodes in total for season two so 27 episodes total 12 in the in season one 15 in season two you tracking downloads or anything yeah yeah we, nice. i've got that it's you know probably you guys use um remind me of the Lipson. hosting website Lipson, yeah, right right that's correct yeah. yeah it's about 400 per episode which means means I'm covering all the management team, all the leaders in, across the organization. Yeah. But we have five thousand team members, so you know we're still not penetrating um, Wait, the so hourly. When, team when you members. say yeah, so when you say hourly team members, that can go from anybody from a ma- like a manager all the way down to a server. The hourly is would be the you know dishwasher Got to it. kitchen to server to bartender uh, host. You know all those positions, tasting room attendants. Wow. Uh, whereas the leaders, we've got ten managers at each restaurant so 35 restaurants we've got about 350 managers in the field okay. and so, you're hitting so i know the we're, i know we're, i know we're hitting those they they all probably feel like they have to <laughs> you think so no. when you show no, up I, I, like, hey john listen to your podcast yeah um i i you get a little lip service that way but uh i think in, in general they want to i think okay. there's 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 some value in it and at least that's what we're hearing and and when i brought new team different team members in they would bring their own audiences in too. Mm. So I know we've stretched it outside of Cooper's Hawk a little bit, you know, families and friends, stuff like that. But it's time uh, to take you guys global. Yeah. It's time to time, get you a camera. It's time to get you a nice little producer, follow you around, speak the truth about, about serving others. The old uh, Dave Meltzer. Yeah. Yeah. I think you could, you could be a traveling keynote speaker. And I know, I don't know if that's really what you want to do, but you definitely could, uh, you can take this thing going then. Seriously, you got it, baby. You Seriously, got it. that's got traction. It's yeah. got traction. That's mm-hmm. future. Yeah. Future, uh... But we're here now, and you know what I'm excited about is uh, just thinking about the last time we talked to you, and how much different everything is with like our podcast, personally. Yeah. Everything. This is the fourth time we've had you on. Um, total. Right? Total. Right. Starting with Father's Day. 
I, season or, one, episode of like eleven or twelve, we called you and my dad in mm-hmm. for Father's Day, and we did it remotely. And we did it remotely, That's right? Yep. The second time was uh, the family episode, season one, episode seventeen. We didn't, we didn't. You were so good, we couldn't wait very long. Had you back on with Carol? That's right. Which is a phenomenal podcast for those listening. You, it, they, you basically tell your story with how you met Carol and. Your whole life story. Oh yeah, that was fantastic. phenomenal. Great conversation. Yeah, no, that's a that was a resume builder for you. Yeah, and I, I think actually Andrew, even though he grew up in it, you you learned a few things as we yeah, were talking. Yeah, absolutely. It was great, great to share. Well, that. Well, it was funny too because like um, Patrick, Andrew's older brother, PI, he was in there listening, and he was like, I didn't even know right. a ton of that stuff. I mean, yeah. that's awesome. And then season two, episode one, um, episode one, yes, right. Yes. So that's the three. Was I episode one? You so were, we, you were the second episode released there. Yes. But the first one was just Declan and I, so we call that episode double zero. And Not then, at the gotcha. time, though. Right. So what happened was, mm. we it was season two, episode one, Andy and Deck are back in the studio, just recording. And you were two. And you were two. But then what happened was, we did we double counted. We had Moisa Gino and then President Sullivan, both happened to be episode 13, and it wasn't caught until... The end of season two. I remember two. you guys talking So we about. got to like episode 30 right. yeah. of season two. And so then we renamed just the beginning one so we wouldn't have to renumber everything Little else. Little back pocket math. Yeah. <laughs> Very special. I think what we're, yeah, I think what we're almost best at is just figuring out a just and go, do everything on the fly. Like, look at this. We're producing our own podcast today. We never had to do this this season yet. We haven't had to do this. No. We've had, what, 60-some people sitting in that chair? We've mm-hmm. had a producer for every single one. So we're breaking ground again We're today. breaking ground. You're, you're yeah. challenging Which us? is what you guys have been doing every day. Breaking ground. Mm. Hopefully. Breaking yeah. new grounds. Breaking new grounds, yeah. yes. Exactly. I maybe, agree. maybe breaking some old ground, too, but yeah. Most, yeah. for the most part, breaking new grounds. Well, and like you say, old ground's meant to be broken, too. That's right. So... There we go. There Got we to go. re-break it all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If, if we don't, you know, you're walking on the same earth all the time. Yeah, it's not. You got to keep breaking. It gets around. a little monotonous. It does. Right? You you want to you wanna change up the feel every once in a while. Yeah. To go from dirt to grass to astroturf. To swimming. To swimming. Yeah. Uh, well, and I've been, I've been listening the whole time, right? So I've been listening from the very beginning. So yeah. I've, I've seen your growth just through my ears, you know. That's pretty cool. In, in, in terms of how you guys interview, how you get along, how you interact with each other, how you interact with each of the guests and so forth. And all of that growth has been breaking, uh, breaking new grounds as well. Breaking grounds. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So... So congrats. Thank, thank you. you. We appreciate yeah, it. Thank you. Ha- thank you for having me today. Yeah. I, I'm so excited. This is just, this is my nirvana having John and Sarah on the podcast. That, and it, because not just because it's your, you're my dad, but because for the exact reason of you listening to the very first episode to the episodes we're currently on. I yeah. mean, that's pretty cool. Not many, not many people out there have listened from the start to now. Um, some people have gone back and listened mm-hmm. um, and, and checked out our prog- our progress. But to be there from day one, that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I remember listening. Uh, Carol and I listened to the very first one. You had a, uh, a one of your friends. Mallory. Uh, Mallory. Mallory. Yes. Yep. And uh, we were listening in the kitchen over dinner or something and just cracking up. <laughs> With some of the questions that were asked, and she was awesome because she really, you know, she, she was entertaining. Like yeah. She did. She it was, and it was just a great conversation. Um, but then to see how you guys have invited so many other guests um, and so many different walks of life and so many different, you know, professions and so forth that have been interacting with you guys, uh, it's been pretty cool. And you introduced me originally to really podcasting because prior to that I knew about it, but I really never dipped my toe into it. And uh, after listening to a couple of yours. I started digging through and finding. That's where I landed on Gary V. Mm-hmm. Another guy had recommended it to me because I mentioned every Tuesday at our office, 
we do a 20-minute meeting. It's called Community, and it, we bring the entire corporate office together. There's 140 uh, team members in the corporate office, and there's about 40 at the winery. We all come together for 20 minutes every Tuesday, and I typically take two or three minutes at the end and share a thought for the week or whatever, and nice. uh, it was something from one of your podcasts. And so I, I mentioned it, and uh, my son and his friend are doing a podcast, juniors in college, blah, blah, blah. And at least five people afterwards, all your age, came to me and said, hey, you're listening to podcasts? you got to listen to Gary Vee. you got to listen to, you know, and they just started. And that's what introduced me, really, to podcasting. And uh, it's never been the same since, you know. I don't, I don't listen to the radio anymore. Um, you're a changed man. I'm a changed man. Well, and I'm using my time more wisely because of podcasts. Yes, okay, and that's the key, right, is like... There's nothing wrong with radio, being able to just go in your car on your day-to-day trip, turn on the radio, and it's there for you all the time, no matter what. But the fact that you can listen to a podcast and listen to exactly what you want to listen to, how you want to listen to it. When you want to listen to it. When you want to listen to it, and it's all there for you. That's right. It's just a totally different ballgame. It really is. Totally different ballgame, especially how much like you can actually learn from podcasting. That's one thing that I didn't really realize when I got into it, but I like learned so much by listening now. That's I do audiobooks, I listen to podcasts, and it's game changing. I love it. How many podcasts do you think you listen to in a week? <sighs> Maybe start with a day. hours or I can probably get yeah, you hours. Don't give me hours because all podcasts are different in length. Right. In right. Le- in length. Um yeah, in length. Uh good good work there. Uh I would say I would probably cap it at like two hours a day, so probably fourteen total hours a week, I would say. Mm-hmm. I mean last night I literally was up here writing comedy and watching a three-hour Joe Rogan podcast and that's like that was uh, that's all I wanted to do last night was that <laughs> so much fun preparing for this though yep. to be honest preparing because it was like it was really cool to like the the thoughts I'm having now which is like we're setting goals up there we're trying to get to you know 500 downloads per podcast by October we're trying to speak to a high school by September we're trying to hit you know a certain revenue mark or certain clients by this and i was like man this is crazy like (laughs) we have built something ourselves to from like from based on the standpoint of like we don't know what we're like this is just a couple guys having a good time to now the same thing but with goals and aspirations that are to be quite honest far beyond what we ever even intended for right Mm -hmm. i think it's cool that we're able to do that ourselves i don't know and it's 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 as simple as showing up every day to do it but for the consistent two and a half years it's changed who we are as people i think it's awesome <laughs> that's what i was thinking about last night as as i listen as i listen to you talk what what I, you've probably been asked this question or you at least have talked about this but what was the original inspiration for the two of you a to do a podcast, but B, to do it together. What what, mm. what was that inspiration? And it doesn't have to be anything magical if you can just remember back to that. Yeah. But what was that original inspiration as juniors in college to not only do the podcast, which obviously I think I think Barstool might have been one of those influences on yeah. you guys. It was podcasts. Um, so he was in Denver going into uh, junior year. I was in Chicago. We were sitting in our cubicles and just like laughing our asses off listening to barstool okay and we would just like text each other during the day like hey did you hear what they said on this segment did you listen to this one and we were just like communicate back and forth and just laughing so so hard over these guys pardon my take pardon my take and then we would get to we got to junior year and 
again, Declan and I on the scout team and um, running on and off the field still talking about Barstool and laughing our asses off. And we're like, we can do this. Um, and you were f- for sure the like the momentum of like figuring out what we need to do to do it. But yeah, but that, why'd, why'd you pick each other? Because you had this interaction with Barstool and you were... I think that I was think, the yeah. Main reason. I think that yeah. was like one of the main reasons. But then when I, when I when we really start thinking about it, I was like, who would be a? Because what you what happens is you start something and then it'll fizzle out because it, you some like you just don't. Work all well the things together. get in the way or yeah. Right. Yeah. So can't looking get, can't, at can't overcome the obstacles exactly. And so when I was looking into actually wanting to do a podcast, and Andrew was the perfect guy because of our original connection with wanting to do a podcast Mm -hmm. um but then even a step further looking more back on our relationship was we would show up and be there for the team and then for each other in not very easy situations and we did it consistently already for two years yeah your journey was very similar we were very similar we found each other because we were working out and taking all the stuff that was thrown at us fairly seriously so we wanted to like like we were both on the scout team grinding, trying to get to third string and or second string, and right. that we were just grinding in the hustle together. Right, both had the same mindset. So I think that's when I like looking more back on it, it was more I was more confident choosing Andrew as a co-host mm-hmm. because of what we've already done together. Mm-hmm. It made more sense that way, I guess. Right? Yes, that's fair. Okay, yeah. And then just like from that point on, it was um, consistency and trying to figure out how we can make this a a thing that we wanted to do every day right. versus something that we had to do. Right. And early on, I looked at it as something that I had to do because it wasn't very, like we were speaking into these blue, the blue snowball and we were recording for three hours and I was editing it for three hours and, or six hours. And it was just like, this sucks. This yeah. isn't very fun anymore. Yeah. Um, and then you were, you felt like you were on deadline. So you, you had to hit this deadline. You had to get this done. You had to do this. You had, and when you get into that part of your life where you have to do something, it's where the grind is real, and you have to really kind of figure out: Hey, is this something I want to do? Is this something I need to do? Right. Is this something I have to do. Yep. And uh, and and it was a hobby for you guys at the time, you know, as you were thinking about how are we going to build this, and it was probably cool to kind of isolate your thoughts and have these conversations and meet Mm. these people and bring these people in. You sort of probably got a little aura around you in school because you had a podcast. That was kind of cool. And so you start building upon that, but then you're still going back to, do I want to do this or do I have to do this? And and how long is this going to last? Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, testimony to your guys' fortitude and perseverance, really, to to keep this thing going. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, and the way that it's grown has just been, it's been remarkable. Yep. I mean, it's a testimony to, to a lot of what you guys are all about. But I think it also is, it's a symbol of your generation. It's a symbol of... Um, growth you know right in front of us that's what i was sort of talking about earlier i've listened to you guys over the last has it been four years uh it feels like it it's been almost three almost three but i've you know and and very um important part of your life right you're from 21 to 24 you know that's a huge influential part of your life and i've listened to you guys that's why i was telling carol it's like i love listening to it because i'm listening to you guys grow on you know on air um, over these years with these different, you know, interviews and, and, and how you're building this into a business, it's, it's been really, uh, it's been rewarding to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's always crazy is when I look back four weeks ago, I'm like, how, 
we were so young. It was just what, four <laughs> year, four weeks ago. Like, and like, every time we keep moving forward throughout this journey, I'm like, wow, we've already like we we've gotten so much farther than we were about three months ago. And just looking at the beginning of season three, yeah, um, oh, at, when February uh, rolled around, and we had this plan of attack of three pod or four podcasts a week, and with the um, the golden nuggets of the best of of the the, the other three during the week. Like that was an intense thing that we decided to take on and we just figured it out between the two of us how to get that content out there uh, efficiently. Mm-hmm. And so we wouldn't be just dragging uh, through this and we we crushed it and, and we finally like we were so good at this that the golden nuggets are useless and we removed that. And now these three our downloads and on like our platform has skyrocketed since we've taken one podcast out focused on these three and gone all in mm-hmm. and the variations of guests and people reaching out to come on our show now you know throwing on bocella uh yeah right this these last five six months have been the biggest uh growth it's been it feels like it probably we still got way more to go but it feels like a hockey stick for us mentally right. mentally uh, yeah um, i would say mentally above yeah. anything um just because like i mean downloads are downloads and like what's interesting about podcasting like we were talking earlier is people will go back and listen when they want to so when you release a podcast on tuesday it doesn't mean they're going to listen tuesday it means they'll listen two tuesdays from now or a friday afternoon or when they're on their way up to the cabin and they have that time then they'll hopefully we're the ones filling it right yep yeah i would even say like to your point andrew we we kind of just like trapped ourselves in this studio (laughs) for like from between february march and april and the only thing we really focused on was producing a good podcast with social media content and filming because this stuff was all foreign to us like we had had the conversations we had produced the podcast but we've never had full production along with the other three things so we were just trying to like we had all the pieces and now we were just kind of trying to make the puzzle work and so now that we've done that now it's like we had a little bit more yeah Yeah, kind of we started like looking ahead a little bit more right and that puzzle might get a little bigger so you might not have all the pieces and at some point it might shrink a little bit and you have too many pieces yeah and so you know it's how do you continue to put it back together how do you Mm -hmm. continue to take it apart to you know what's going to be that the next evolution of the back pocket and Mm -hmm. you you know may have a strategy and it may turn out exactly that way and it may go a completely different route yeah and it's how you guys are going to you know based on even the theme of what you do is how do you adjust Mm -hmm. and continue to move forward you know a little foag yeah foag is going to be you know a huge base for you guys for all of us it really Mm -hmm. is and that's what i love listening to i mean you guys have reminded me about a lot of things in life you know i grind you know, everybody grinds, everybody's got a job, everybody's got personal life. There's, you know, so much going on in your life and how do you make it through? And some of the things that you guys have embraced between really understanding and appreciating your average quality and how are you going to, I I think I had a little conversation with you. might've even been over Over LinkedIn LinkedIn. (laughs) talking to my son through LinkedIn because I saw an article and said, this is really (laughs) something that I think, you you know, I can't remember what it was, but it was it was a version of it was um the idea of not looking at your weaknesses and just looking at your strengths um because why spend time on your weaknesses weaknesses when they like you're it's your weakness you're not you're not going to get better at it to the sense of making it a strength right so go all in on your strengths right and you're like there's something in here about your average qualities keep look dig a little deeper on this one right 
Because I was listening to, to to Dave Anderson's when you guys had Famous Dave on, mm-hmm. and I could I and and you know he's probably even older than me, so you know another gener you know I don't, oh, don't sell yourself short. R- roughly the same generation. You're a young I, I don't yeah, and so he is older than me, right? Yeah, correct, okay. confirmed. But I could I could see he was struggling with the concept of mm. embracing an average quality as he was trying to answer your questions as you guys were asking him about that. And I remember the first time you asked me that when I was with Carol. I was like, wait a minute, I don't do anything average, right? Because that was my, mm-hmm. that's the old school mantra, right? I, I don't do anything average. And Dave was really struggling with, wait a minute, why, why would I spend time on my average qualities? And the way he answered his questions, I realized that generation, my generation, you know, potentially don't want to so, sort of admit certain things about an average quality and why would you spend time with it and so forth. So I saw that article. Mm. The article, I think, as I said, dig a little bit deeper because what was in there was not necessarily specific to don't focus on your average qualities. Only focus on your strengths. It was it was actually a, a take on what you guys were trying are, are trying to achieve and help people realize that you spend a little bit of time lifting up your average quality or at least just appreciate it. Even if you don't spend time on it, if you're aware of it, right? Mm-hmm. Self awareness. You're going to allow that average quality to benefit you versus hold you back yeah. uh, because of that awareness. And I thought I, I could hear Dave kind of struggling with that. And that was one of the things that I was thinking, you know, your generation, it has so much to teach us and all we got to do is listen, my generation, right? Not struggle with it. And that was, that's a tiny little example um, of a generational gap where, why would I want to focus on my average qualities? But so you guys, anyways, your, your, your whole mantra, all the things that you guys embrace really do help me get through life um, or get through a certain situation or just remind me, Hey, you know, there's nothing wrong with this part of me that, you know, isn't perfect. It isn't, it, 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 it might not be my, my best, but if I understand it, I'm going to do something with it. That's going to help maybe even strengthen one of my, my already, you know, great strengths, uh, because I've understood the foundation of, of who I am, you know, versus just, mm. Hey, let me put that thing in the closet and I don't want that thing to ever come up again. Mm-hmm. You know, let it come up. It's good. And when, when you sent me that article, we, I, I was like, oh, you're right. There is something here. And I really couldn't figure out what I wanted to, how I wanted to articulate that, um, what I was thinking. Yeah. And then we had Lola Red, um, we had Alexis Walsko on the podcast, which was released. Season three, episode 20. Thank you, Deck. And she was struggling. The same thing Dave Anderson. She didn't buy into the mm-hmm. average quality. She was actually very resistant to the average quality. Yep. Like I do nothing average. I'm right. either really good at it or I stink. Right. Um, and it, like it, we spent 13 minutes, 13 minutes, 13 minutes trying to get her to buy into the average quality. And finally I had like a moment of articulating in a way that I was like, this is it. Mm-hmm. And it's something that you care about so freaking deeply, but you, and you, you have ridiculously high expectations for yourself and you're not there. That's your average quality. So for her, it was running. She she's like I, to compared to everyone else out there, I'm a horrible runner. So therefore, I stink at running. But in reality, she wants to get better at running every single day, and she wants to run a marathon, and she wants to do all these things, and she cares about it. She cares about improving. So granted, it probably is your weakness. You probably are weak or a weak runner, but you care about it so much. Don't look at it negatively. Embrace it. Make it something that you're average at. You're saying, "Oh, I'm not that bad. I'm I'm trying to get better at it. It's not something that I'm an expert at by any means, but I care about it." And that is, 
trying to like get, condense that down into like one sentence yeah. where we can deliver that right. to the guest. Right. Instead of saying what we always say is that, uh, your average quality, something you do well at times, other times not so well. At yeah. the end of the day, it's your average quality. That is it to a sense. In essence, what it is. Right. In essance, but, but there's going, a deeper now you're going level deeper. to it. Now you're going deeper. Yeah. And that, that's what I'm looking forward to. You guys continue. I think it was, uh, it might've been in the same Dave Anderson, but the way that you, I, all, almost everybody that comes on asks you guys, what are you going to do with, yeah. with the podcast, yeah. right? <laughs> and, and maybe it was Wally, um, Coach K, um, but your answer was like, it was, I, I'm like, now they're, they're refining and they're fine tuning and, yep. and it's continually growing around your purpose, you know, and the same thing with this whole idea around average quality, you're, you're, you're understanding because there's something so strong there. Some people just get it. Some people struggle with it generationally. I think, you know, there's going to be an an ebb and flow there and you guys continue to refine that. And I'm telling you that's, and not make it more complicated. Like life doesn't have to be more complicated. You can go see a psychiatrist, you can go see a counselor, all the kind of stuff to try to embrace your average qualities, or you just have some self-awareness around it because you're reminded about it maybe listening to your podcast that, Hey, I don't have to be perfect at all these things. And I don't even have to spend a ton of time improving an average quality. I just need to be aware. Self-awareness, right? Gary V talks about it all the time. Self-awareness is so powerful to anybody's growth. You can't grow without it. You can't really grow without it. And that's what you guys are doing. You're creating this self-awareness around. Just take some time to think about it. Think about your average quality. Don't have to do, even if you don't do anything with it immediately, as you're thinking about it and keeping it front of mind and seeing how it affects you in different ways, there's, there's incredible growth just from that exercise, yeah, yeah. which has been really cool. Well, and it's, it's funny too, because we do it with ourselves on the back end show. And it's always funny when, you know, you put off like what you're going to talk about until like the day you're recording. So I'll be driving home. And every single time I'm driving home from work before we're recording is what's my average quality? What did I learn that day? And then what's making me feel good? What's a, what's a story that we can end on that is very positive or something? Self-awareness, filling your heart with gratitude. I mean, all the, right. Those things that you're doing yeah. every day. And when you can have some consistency around that, have a little bit of a routine around that, yeah. the, the, the proper cadence, you know, you're getting through life a little bit differently because of that. Yeah. And uh, in a positive way. It's really cool. I just think it, and to your point, I mean, you're, you're focusing on something that you're, you have to answer the bell on like, okay, what am I not doing well that I want to do well right now? Mm -hmm. And being able, I don't know, just that looking inward aspect is so crucial to our growth. I always think about like, oh, like we're, we focused on one, we've focused on one thing for two and a half years. And like, while that's, feet in itself it's only helped us become better people just because we focus on one thing this whole time that one thing has been so everywhere like it's been just you know we've gone different ways within it but if you really think about it we've really focused our attention on the podcast for two and a half years and then really in the last year we've given it probably five or six times more headspace because like we were talking about earlier you know we were playing football we had girlfriends, we had distractions with engineering and school, like trying to get through school and do well. Then like internships and jobs. We had like so many other things that we were focusing on that wasn't the podcast. And it wasn't like, I wouldn't regret any of that because we didn't really know what we were doing at that time. Um, but now after, now that it's been a year of only podcasting, 
and like only work. It, it's been the growth has been really cool. But at the same time, even like understanding now we're like unpacking what the average quality actually is. We're challenging ourselves to like get these really cool guests on and like unpack that. I don't know. It's been really cool to actually dedicate the headspace to where you really want to go. Yeah. And that's what I was talking about earlier. You guys, this is very, these are influential years in, in your life. Yeah. And you're doing something disruptive that is going to be so powerful, you know, instead of just the routine that you would go through normally. You guys are mm-hmm. fighting through this whole, you know, whole concept of building this business, building this podcast. It, it's going to pay so many di- dividends that you just don't even know right now. But the fact that you're focusing on those things, yeah. life's growth, you know, personal growth, um, art of the conversation, listening. Um, learning from all the different people that you interact with, learning from the business side of building of building um, of building this podcast. I mean, all that stuff is teaching you so much, and your foundation is self awareness. Yeah, man, it's 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 powerful, and it's taught it's taught me a lot. It's a lot of fun, and that's the and you're having fun doing it. We're man. having a blast. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, it's so cool. Yeah, and I'm, we're going to continue to mention him because he's been influential on all three of us, Gary Vaynerchuk. And we just listened to a podcast with him on uh, our uh, Aubrey Marcus's podcast, who's like a so good total human optimization um, uh, brand type person. Okay. Uh, and Gary V had this one line in there that I came home and I was like, Declan, you got like I, this this thing just fired me up. And, and it was, if you're looking for good, piece of cake. If you're looking for bad, piece of cake. All I'm asking is, what the fuck are you looking for? And those like that little statement right there. Declan and I are sitting in the medium of content creation and all we want to do is put out good. Whether it's received that way or not, our intention behind it is to put out good um, through people's stories, through just listening and then um, delivering their content to an audience. So here and Gary go through this of like these, anyone out there right now can get exactly what they want. And if they want to be a negative Nancy, they can go out there and grab it and continue to fall down the rabbit holes of being a pessimist. Or if you want to jump on your dreams and look for the good and look for what everyone else is doing to be to better themselves, you can jump out there and grab it. All I'm asking is what are you going to look? How are you going to look at it and how are you going to attack it? Um, and that's something that Declan and I challenge ourselves every day. We know controversy is the air we breathe, mm-hmm. but, and we can't control that. Mm-hmm. But we want to make sure that when we're sitting here, we're doing a lot of talking today because we've had an opportunity for you to act, like to look you, at our growth it, and stuff. You get yeah. it. So this yeah. is awesome for us to talk about ourselves. Right. But in reality, like all of our podcasts are directed towards the guests and, and listening and learning from them. Right. Um, and just sitting here for sometimes 10 minutes at a time and just trying to take in everything they say. And when they finish their point, we have to do our best to show that we're listening, show that we're very engaged, show that we care, and then ask a very thoughtful follow-up question to continue to make them feel like their story is worthy. Yeah. Because if we sit there and ask them a question that we've had written down and we didn't listen to the last 10 minutes, they're like, the hell that's right and 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 that you guys have grown that way right i yeah. could you could tell in the beginning hey they've got a set of questions and they're really focused on this so are they really listening to the answers because they're you know they're sort of trying to stay in a routine now you're listening 
and it's a blend of both. And then eventually it's going to be, hey, though, which I think you're almost very close to being at right now. It's, it's hey, there really isn't no set questions. It is about listening and asking a question based on what you're listening to. And yeah, you've got some core questions that you're always going to sort of bring, you know, bring it around to. Uh, but every one of your interviews is better and better because of that. Mm-hmm. Right. And I'm going to challenge you on something. I just thought of something like flip it on. Maybe it's every once in a while, if you have the right guest. I'm not saying that I'm the right one, but somebody like me that has, you know, a little bit different investment in the back pocket and have that flip it back to you guys so that the listener can hear about your guys' growth and your thoughts on all of this stuff versus just hearing the guest. Mm-hmm. And so every once in a while, it, it, the, the, the format would be almost flipping it on its, you know, on its tail and you guys are the guest because you've got the right person in this seat that's asking those particular questions or driving it certain ways. So that everybody sees your growth, right? I mean, that to me is one of the most powerful parts of your journey and people sharing in your journey is they're seeing your growth, which is helping them grow. And mm. so if you guys are the guests at some point, and you got to do it so that it's natural, organic, not something that was almost set up, that you guys start answering all these questions. Because you ask everybody at the end, hey, do you have any questions for us? Mm-hmm. And if they're not prepared, the questions are usually, what do you guys want to do with this podcast, right? That's the... Yeah, every time somebody somebody's going to answer that and go deeper and click have, it and, and click into mm-hmm. you guys right and that's when it becomes really yeah. um sort of that flipped and everybody gets to experience not only the guest but they get to experience your guys growth as, as well which i i get a little piece of that every every once in a while on the on the but i'd like more of mm, more of declan sure. and andrew's growth yeah. jo- joey Pock did a great job yeah. he was a marketing intern spotlight which i know you don't Typically I, I, tune in. You're a more of a Monday show kind right. of guy. I'm a Monday. I'm a Monday loyalist. And mm-hmm. then when you got guys like Wally and uh, the senator, well, no, the senator was a uh, Monday Monday yeah. show. Yeah, mm-hmm. Housley. That was a great interview. Karen. Yeah. Even though we said Karen, I think three or four times. Yeah. yeah. That, you, right, did man. you see? I didn't use the first name. I just said Housley because yes. I smart. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't sure. Yeah. This guy's got it. Um. But uh, no, that's a, that's, that's an a awesome point. Because, yeah. Like Joey Puck was one of them. He was uh, marketing intern spot like thirty. Uh, six or seven yeah six or seven and he uh loves us listen to all of our podcasts and uh just his favorite one's dave Meltzer. yeah and he said he's listened to that one three times okay a year older than us uh, played football with us and he is just he his dojo is social interaction so he wants to he wants to feel other people Mm -hmm. um so he wasn't talking about himself at all he was he wanted us the whole time that was perfect we were trying to push it on him yeah so that's a great example yeah i'll go back and listen to that one because i think you know i think more of that or at least a dose of that every once in a while could be really beneficial to your listeners and like you're saying about bringing out naturally well when you bring a guy like joey puck on who's already high energy and already highly invested in the back pocket his natural curiosity is just going to take him to that place. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe that's, that's right. That's right. Maybe what it really is, is um, the crux of what you're saying is like bring more recurring guests on, which right. we've wanted to do for a long time. It's just like trying to figure out how I want to do it. And I think what, and I haven't told you about this yet, Andrew, but maybe the idea is like, we've already have a, a Tuesday show that's for our listeners. So when you bring someone on that's new, you bring them on Monday because they've never been on. So our audience doesn't know them typically unless they're huge or, and they don't really know us. So then that's what Monday it would be to mm-hmm. like bring them into to back pocket. Right. Mm-hmm. And then the next time we bring them on, they're just a marketing intern spotlight because they know about us. They listen to us mm-hmm. and everything else. So like, for example, you, you know, not to take you off your high horse, but you were a Monday show. Like I'm you, a Monday show guy. You were a Monday show guy, yeah. but like now you're a marketing intern spotlight. 
because you're one of us. That's you're, just, right. you're in the saddle with us. I appreciate that. So welcome. <laughs> you even got your shirt on. Like you're ready to go. I mean, you're you are like father like son. Yeah, you're there endowed. You you're, you've, you've now made. it. And we didn't talk about it either. No, just, we didn't. <laughs> and I had to pack this, so I was thinking. I was thinking. You were thinking yeah, that's very thoughtful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, I you know maybe that you know that's what a saying? great point. I have a question about the format of our week. <laughs> Do does it confuse you how we have the Monday show with like a season? Uh, name with some nomenclature behind mm-hmm. it. with an episode, so it's like season two, episode twenty. Right. Um, it does featuring... not. It does not confuse okay. me. And I... then we have marketing intern spotlights. Yeah, and you guys have cleaned it up over the last probably six months, where it really is consistent. So it's okay. it's easy to follow. Okay, cool. It's easy to follow. We didn't know if we were clustering our feet. Clustering so our feet. so when I'm when I'm you know um, managing my time, and I have so many, I have so much time to listen to podcasts. I have to prioritize. And so what I do is I'm pretty much all in on the Mondays. I'm not, I don't always get it that Monday or that Tuesday, but I'm going to, within that week, I'm going to listen to that, you know, at some point I've got it in my schedule to listen to that Monday. And then I'm only going to listen to the Tuesday or the, the marketing intern or the, um, back end show. Or the back end show based on what I read. I mm. click on all of them and I read your little description. And if it has something that, oh, I'd love, I'd love to hear more about that. Or like with Wally K, I just, you know, you know, I, I, you know. I, I knew him, so I, I wanted to get in on that one. But um, it's based on sort of that little description that helps me say, is that going to be a priority or not? Am I going to fit that into my schedule or not? Mm. And um, so if there's something in there that really grabs me, and I think you guys have done a better job with, and I really think that those descriptions are important. Um, as people are flipping through and they're looking and so forth, you hit on the details and you read about a little bit. And uh, that's what's going to, if, if I don't, if something doesn't catch my attention it's going to get put on the back burner and i'm going to use my time for something else so that's the only reason why i always know i'm, I'm bought in on the on the monday uh, because that's you know where you guys have that was sort of your, your original you know mantra was was you know these new guests and so forth and then yeah. you've built the extra content behind that it's got to catch my interest mm-hmm. you know just because i don't we, have we need a headline gram something that's going to grab you know okay. attention and so forth and uh and maybe that's just me. Maybe that's just my generation, or you know. But I'm not bought in on all three of them because I don't have all that time. Especially if I'm listening to other podcasts, and I'm yeah. only driving so much. Uh, you know, airplane. I catch up a lot of times. I can catch up on a lot of stuff if I'm taking a, a mm-hmm. trip and so forth. And I'll just say, hey, let's. I'll put these, you know, for that week because I know I'm traveling and I can listen to it a, a lot more and so forth. So, um, but you got to prioritize. Yeah, no, that's smart, and it's funny to hear. It's always funny to hear when we ask that question. To people who listen like there's different crowds for each episode now which is really cool like you it's i don't i like the monday show like that would be a good example for you and then like all of our friends were will only listen to marketing intern spotlights because that's a priority for them to listen to their friends right and then if you want to just like laugh at a bunch of goofballs on a a back-end show like a light-hearted conversation then that's a whole different crowd too right which is really cool right and that's sort of my, I'll, I'll, that's, that's when I have enough time where I can catch up yeah. and I'll listen to some of exactly. those, right? Versus it being a priority. I want, hey, I want to listen to that. I, I've learned just about every single episode, there's something that I apply either to my life or to my business, nice. listening to you guys or your guest. Um, and that's what create, that's what's created value for me. Yes, my son, good friend of his, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to be loyal because of that, but you've offered me something that I know I can go to. And as a leader in a business where I'm constantly having to um, reinforce a message or lead a vision or get somebody to work towards a purpose and so forth, you need material. 
You know, you can't come up with it all on your own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and you know, it's very, it, I, I pick some, I pick a little nugget up and I share that, you know, uh, coach K um, talked about accountability. You guys were talking about accountability on that, on that episode. Accountability is love. Is love. Okay. That, that, whatever I listened to it that particular week, we were in our, you know, our business right now, um, first half of 2019, um, very successful. Um, the business is blossoming and, um, but we're just managing the existing businesses. The last half of the year, we're going to open six restaurants in six months. We're going to open four in the next eight weeks. Right. And we've never done that before. And so we, you know, how do you, how is the second half of the year going to be different than the first half of the year? If we just go about the second half of the year, the exact same way we went about it the first half of the year, we're never going to be successful. So how do you get 140 people to the corporate office and 5,000 people in the, in the, in the company to start to understand how this is going to be different and accountability is a big piece of it. When you guys talked about accountability with coach K and accountability is love and that whole little mantra on that, it was material for me and gave me thought, gave me, gave me, gave me pause. Then I was able to put some thoughts together and say, Hey, here's how we're going to move this thing forward, you know, through accountability and so forth. And that now everybody is in my company is talking about accountability in a different way with this whole idea of love. If you, if you are accountable to yourself, that means you're showing love to others. If you're account, if you're allowing other people to be accountable to you, you know, you've got to, you've got to allow when somebody's trying to hold you accountable, you have to allow them to do it. If you're, if you're, you know, putting up restraints or you're, you know, putting up barriers and so forth, you know, it's never going to work. So how are you going to hold yourself accountable? But how are you also going to be accountable to others by allowing them to hold you accountable? And then how are you going to hold others accountable, right? All three of those little things is what we need to do differently for the second half of the year in order to be successful. And the back pocket helped me translate that message or inspire that message or bring purpose to that message, right? In a different way. Um, that's what you guys offered me just through that one tiny little podcast, right? Yes. Just through conversation. Yeah. Just through conversation, listening and hearing somebody else's thoughts. You know, coach K he's, he's powerful guy. You know, yeah, he's, he's, he's all sports and he's all about football, but there's a lot to be learned from that in life and how you can apply that to different parts of your life and so forth, you know, um, Fantastic, fantastic stuff. Mm-hmm. It's powerful, man. And I was going to ask you one the, the question of what are what, what are one of the things that you're speaking to your company about because you you are the person inside the company that has a message and is trying to get everyone to buy into a message or to, to appreciate a message. Follow a message. To follow that's a right. message, yeah. So that is a, that's a great example. And if, I'm, if there is another one, I'd love to hear it um, because what you have taught Declan and I and what I've just like grown up through is the way you go about articulating the message. It's not um, speaking down. It's not like you're on the pedestal. I have the message. You listen to the message. It's more so um, speaking up and out to I've heard this. I'm trying my best to go about it this way and I see value in it. I think you will too type thing. That's right. Um, And that's something that we try to do. That's leadership. That's leadership. So leadership, you know, really nobody... Nobody wants to follow somebody that's perfect. You know, they might have to follow somebody, right? You know, when you, 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 we've all had people in our life that they think that they're perfect or they lead through doing things perfectly, like they're just hard-nosed and they, you know, this is the way it's going to be done and, and, and it's, you know, and at, at times you do it because you have to. Whereas if you're inspired by a leader and the leader is creating fellowship, then you are going to, the people that are following are going to do it because they want to, they want to do it for that individual and so forth. So 
what you were just describing is, you know, is leadership. It's, it's, I am trying to translate a message and I, and I want to talk at a level or create a level that we're all in this thing together and I, I don't have all the answers, nor should I. If I'm a great leader, I'm going to get the answers from everybody, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm going to be the catalyst to help inspire that. And, uh, and, and in some ways you have to show vulnerability in order to, to, to get people to buy in. They need to know Hey, he's not perfect, and he admits that he's not perfect. I like this guy. I'll 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 go further for this guy. Versus, man, that guy. He all he does it. He does it his way, and and you know it's his way or the highway. And and he's so good. He's so perfect. I can never be like that. So you know what? I'm gonna stop. I'm kind of gonna stop listening. He's not very. He's not very influential anymore, right? And uh, I would say the the most recent, besides the accountability piece. I shared with you guys live a great story. You know, I kind of fell upon yes. that website mm-hmm. through another work associate of mine who, you know, it, he he knows what I'm all about. So when he sees certain things, um, he'll ping me and just say, "Hey, this this I, I thought of you when I saw this." And he's a big live a live a live a great story, um, uh, live a great life uh, guy. And so he turned me onto that. And uh, so the the mantra right now: win or learn in my in my business with my team with our team, with this whole, what we're trying to accomplish as a company, we lose all the time. You know, we lose all the time. I mean, we serve 800 guests a day per restaurant. Um, you know, 20,000 guests, you know, in a day. Mm-hmm. There's no way we're going to satisfy every single person. Just no way. And if we define ourselves by sort of, you know, how that person you know individually is enjoying cooper's hawk and they're not and they're losing and we lose like because they're not having a good time we hear about all the time we just if we define ourselves by that we would just we would just collapse and so you got to define yourself by how do you respond to when you lose so this whole idea about win or learn it's not win or lose you win because out of those twenty thousand, maybe 90 percent of them you know we have an 88 percent um kind of um, net promoter score right now. We, we, mm. we, we talked about that, and it's, it's really powerful. We're, we're leading the industry. Um, Amazon Prime is at like 83% net promoter score, and we have an 88% net promoter score. Wow. So think about that. You know, It's pretty amazing. Because we have loyal guests, right? But if we defined ourselves by that, we're gonna we're we're gonna we're gonna screw up with the other twelve percent, and and the other twelve percent are important. So how do you treat those twelve percent? Well, you learn from them. It's not win or lose; it's win or learn. So that has become a huge mm-hmm. you know sort of let's continue to dig and use your guy's term unpack that and really understand it and how that can be applied to a bartender's day, a dishwasher's day, uh, hourly guy in the kitchen, you know, who's humping in the kitchen. Um, creating great food from scratch. It's hot as hell in um, Pembroke Pines, Florida. And, you know, the air's not working perfectly that day. And this guy's in there grinding to try to satisfy, you know, and, and do his job and so forth. And he's going to lose at different times. And, and and if he defines himself by that loss, you know, we're going to be in trouble. And it needs to be that important. It's not about the loss. It's just, hey, I didn't, I, I screwed up, but I learned something, right? And that mm-hmm. whole mantra now you can grow. It's a platform that you can grow from. Yeah. And, and uh, so in addition to the accountability, the winner, you know, and I've, and I've seen it on a couple of your pieces, uh, the winner learn is just huge, yeah. you know, and it's simple. It's not like that was ingenious, but somebody focused on that, 
right? We have a great story. Somebody focused on that and, you know, built upon it. And then other people have a chance to do something with it, learn from it and say, hey, I want to apply this or I I don't care about it, whatever. All that content, you know, you sift through, you prioritize and you you pick up on things like that. Accountability is really love. I mean that, you know, and for me, love is, you know, these guys all know my mantra. Hospitality is it's the love of strangers, the Mm -hmm. literal translation of the word hospitality. It's. I think I've even shared this on your podcast, but it comes from the same word that hospice comes from, the same word that hospital comes from, right? It's a Latin word, the derivative. It's the love of strangers. That's a literal translation of hospitality. People walk in your door every day. You have no idea who they are, and you've got to extend your hand in service and hospitality, and you got to love them, right? So that whole idea around love, act with your heart, fill your heart with gratitude, all that kind of stuff. And now we're talking about accountability mm-hmm. is love, right? How you bring those two things together. Accountability is hardcore, and to be able to do that and bring love into it, mm-hmm. you know, how simple that is, but it was ingenious. And Wally, you know, he just shared that because it's in his heart because yeah. that's what he believes in. And yeah. I was listening at that moment and I was like, whoa, that makes, that's a huge difference. I can take this whole thing to the next level yeah. by translating it, interpreting it and sharing it with my team in my voice. Mm. Right. See, okay. So now like. I love that because it, like you said, it was it was from Coach K's heart. Mm-hmm. Um, what you're doing and why why you're so effective in what you're doing is you're you're wearing your own experiences and your actions on your sleeves, and you're constantly practicing articulating that to everybody. So, like Andrew was saying earlier, you were telling people, "Hey, I was looking for this, and this is what I found." You're not only saying like, "Hey, this is what I found. Do it." You're saying, "Hey, guys, I was spending my own time." doing something more or less for you because I want this company to grow. I want this thing to be awesome. And I want these strangers at the end of the day to feel welcomed. And we're all a part of that. That's exactly right. And, and like, I just think that's really cool that we're, I don't know, more or less inspiring people to become better people. And it's only through conversation and saying what's on your heart. And then it's Andrew and I's job to not only like try and bring that out of you or, make a comfortable environment to do so, but then blasting that off to the whole world. And this conversation between the three guys who love each other now gets distributed amongst 3,000 people, maybe 30,000 people, maybe millions one day. So I was thinking about that, and it's really cool to bring in someone who gets it and is totally invested and now is starting to see a bigger, bigger impact. So what do you do? When you have someone who now knows that we're big and we have a platform and they want to come on or they're maybe scared to come on. I was watching this on Rogan yesterday. I was like, whoa, this guy's on here because and he's like afraid to talk now because Rogan's so big. And I'm like, OK, what are we going to do to make sh- to like combat that? What are we going to what are we going to do to make th- make sure that this is still like a consistent and comfortable environment like we're really taking advantage of the fact that we're you know we're, we're bringing on people we love so hopefully i'm just hoping like i guess future thinking like how are we going to combat that yeah, how are we so going to make you, that happen yeah you, well I, I think i'm hearing some of some of what you were you were talking about or, or asking i think one of the keys is you've got to stay grounded yeah. you have to stay grounded in what you believe in and realize that it doesn't matter how many people are listening it doesn't matter that how doesn't. big you get if you stay grounded and allow people to um, see you 
for who you guys are and who you're all about, what the purpose of the podcast, what the purpose of the back pocket is all about, and and never lose that. Mm-hmm. Um, making sure people feel comfortable, right? Because it's not about how big you get, um, and it's not about. So one of the, one of the things that we're really focused on right now is our company is very successful, right? We have a lot of success. Financially, our metrics below away our industry. We're a complete disruptor in our in our segment. And um, if we start to define ourselves by that success, we're going to collapse, right? Mm-hmm. So this whole idea, we make our own wine. So I just, I said to myself, all right, what, how can I translate what I'm trying to deliver here through what we do for a living? Well, we make our own wine. A wine is a harvest, right? When you make wine, the harvest itself, which is in the, in the fall, if you define yourself by the harvest that you reap, all right, then you're going to collapse. You need to define yourself by the seeds that you plant all along the way because it isn't about the harvest. The harvest is what you get because of all of what you're doing prior to that, right? So I, so bringing that to life in my company is, hey, guys, right now, if we start to define ourselves by our harvest, we're mm-hmm. financially successful, right? We're going to start thinking we're the best. We're going to start thinking yeah. all these things that that's not how we were built, right? So it's really about the seeds that we plant every day that eventually get us that harvest. So back to your guys, it's no matter how big you get, no matter how successful it is, you know, if you're on with Joe Rogan and he's, it's, it's monstrous, that becomes intimidating. Joe Rogan's got to make sure, don't, don't allow that to be intimidating because if it is intimidating, then he's defining himself by his harvest mm-hmm. versus by the seeds he's planting. Every single guest is as important as the next, whether it's in year 10 or year, you know, the, the very first one, Mallory, every single one of them is a seed that you guys have planted in order to eventually at least enjoy the harvest, but just don't define yourself by it, right? Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, that's that's great. I love that. Being, mm. You're just sticking to who you are and, and doing and, it. And a lot of a, a light and appreciation to the back end of what we do. Like, yeah. But like not yeah. not in a bragged, braggadocious way, but in a just way of like, hey, we, we put a ton of work into it and we... Have, that, that's you guys having fun. Yeah, it exactly. Is, yeah. And allowing people to have fun with yeah. you. Some are going to get it, some aren't. Um, don't try to be perfect for everybody, right? right? Be vulnerable, make mistakes, admit it when you do. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't, maybe this doesn't translate for everybody, but it, it's really translates for you guys. And, and then allow people to, to do something with that, you know, and you, and they're doing it because they love what you guys are putting out mm-hmm. or they love what you guys are all about. And, you know, it, and, and it'll make more sense to them. And the, per, the, the new person that joins, they're just as important as the person that's been with you forever. Yeah. And how are you bringing them into the fold? through allowing them to know who you guys are as, as people uh, and, and through your conversations, you know, what you guys are all about, what you're trying to do. Yes. It's our NPS as a podcast, our net promoter right. score. When we bring on that new listener, welcome new listeners, you know, got to let them know that and they're are, marketing interns. And are they, are they likely to recommend you to the, to, to the next guest, exactly. right? That's the key. That is the key. It, yeah, it's, it's that simple. It's, and it's, as long as we're continuing to be ourselves, we're only, and do exactly what we want to do. We're only going to keep the people that want to be with us. Right. When, whether that's because we're not that good at people yet, we're at like a 60%, you know, maybe right. the better we get that mirror mentality, the better I can be myself, the more, the, the, the better we'll grow, the better off we'll be That's right. overall. We don't need a bigger mirror. We just need to look ourselves in the mirror a little bit cleaner. And we, yeah, we just need to be a little bit better. Yeah. Yeah. That's all it is. I love it though. Look at, look, your, look in the mirror. Just continue to look in the mirror. You yeah. know, that's, that's really what's going to, you know, pay dividends. I agree. Uh-huh. That's what we call, we, that's what we've taglined as of about um, a month ago, three weeks ago. Yeah. Three weeks. We kind of had like a, a 
um, a reflection period, uh, a one year from when we were in Hilton Head, Declan and I, mm-hmm. and we were sitting on the beach and talking like, do we want, is this like, we have to, we have to really tell each other right now that we want to do this. We want to hold each other accountable because we're doing this every week. Um, and that was like graduating school, mm-hmm. big moment, living together. This is real. Yep. Uh, and we said, yes, we want to do that. Okay. So then we fast forward a year two, three weeks ago and we're talking about this and then we're talking about all the ups and downs in our own lives and then talking about all the ups and downs in back pockets. And we're like, every single time we're doing really well, it's because we're doing well in back pocket. We're doing well in life. We're doing well in back pocket. When we're struggling, we're kind of struggling with back pocket and we don't have any direction and we're kind of just all over the place. It's a, it's a mirror. It's the back pocket is Declan and I standing and looking straight in the mirror. We, every single thing we put out there is a reflection of ourselves to the highest level. Um, and it was one of the coolest things. It's like, we, we are back pocket back pocket is Declan and Andrew. And we were just like mirror. (laughs) That's the mirror mentality. This is bad podcasting, but literally the hair on my arms is like standing straight up because Mm -hmm. that's what it is. And, and that's, don't be afraid of that, even though it could be scary at times. It is a little scary. Yeah. Right? But what what people are experiencing is they're watching you guys, for lack of a better term, growing up in these very formidable years, these very influential years. And yes, they're learning something from the guests. Yes, they're learning something from the conversations that you guys are having and so forth. But they're also following you in real time, essentially, and they're watching you grow from, think about it, from juniors in college now to a full year plus out of college, two years, five years out of college. They're watching you guys or listening to and following you guys grow. There's some, there, everybody learns from that. And if you're approaching it that right way where you're looking in the mirror every once in a while and saying, hey, you know, is this the reflection that I want? You know, that's self-awareness. And from that, you know, there's a lot of growth for individuals to experience without them having to go through it themselves. They're going, mm-hmm. they're sort of living it through you guys in a way that, you know, and that's not going to be for like the masses of your, of your audience, mm-hmm. but it's going to be for a powerful section of your audience. Um, that's very meaningful and that's why they stick around. Yeah. It's, it's really cool too, when you add all the pieces together of the social media and the internet and how you can pretty much document anything and everything that you want. And how podcasting is so with that grain, but at the same time so against it. That's right. Because it's long form rather than, it's like an hour or longer rather than like 15 seconds on like an Instagram. Right. Um, so it's really cool to now document the whole journey. Right. It's it's awesome and will be awesome to look back on season three for whatever that is and new listeners that can come on now have a little box titled season three with 180 episodes with 45 Monday shows, 45 back end shows, 45 marketing intern spotlights. And they can listen to us from February to December and see. And then the, the thrill of the whole ride is the growth and the, the result and the product. That's right. That's right. And that's just our lives. That's right. Like we're living a, a sea, like oh, I get it, it's stupid. We're living like a it's season stupid, of a, net, of a Netflix. Like, it's, it's the truth. like that. Like that's how. That's what I'm saying. We and can put it out that way, right? And that and people. That's what people want to connect to that kind of stuff right now. That's yeah. they have access to it, and so they want to 
connect to that. And, right. um, and so that really is those all, everything you just talked about, those are all the little seeds you're planting, right? Mm-hmm. So never get comfortable with your harvest. Never get, never yeah. enjoy it. Take advantage of the harvest, but just don't define yourself by it. Cause that mm-hmm. is not what you guys are. It's all about the seeds that you guys are planting and how you're growing, right? Yeah. Individually, the business growing, and then collectively how you guys are, you know, uh, partnering to, to bring this to life. That's that there's so much value in that for other people to connect to. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm telling you from my own standpoint, for whatever the motivation is, it, I've connected and it's made a difference for me. I'm growing because of it. So you guys are an influence on, on my life. And now you can either pat yourselves on the back and, and, and define yourself by that, or you can just realize, Oh, that's one little seed that I just planted. Or we um, can rebrand and just be like, we impact dads across the world. That's right. That's right. <laughs> bald, bald, bald dads. Bald, dads. Bald, bald, committed dads. That's, right. <laughs> that's a beautiful thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, should we, so we have about 15 minutes because we have to hit the road to the boat. Uh, we have to be there at 945. Oh, yeah. What time is it? It's 905. Okay. So, so we got about 10, 10 minutes. 10, 10 minutes. 15 minutes. Okay. And we have yep. five typical st- questions we finish off with on the yep. back. Average quality, what's in your back pocket? Um, any questions for us? A challenge. And uh, what did you learn? Um, do we hit them all or do we just pick out the... Let's, let's hit them all. See where let's it takes us. Let's okay. see where it takes us. we got us. 10 minutes. Let's do it. All right. We'll start with an average quality. We've already unpacked it, what it means. Dad, what is your average quality? Yeah, right now, um, and this has been a goal for me, and I've been sitting here thinking about how I've progressed with this average quality because I've embraced it, but uh, I cannot sit um, cross-legged. And Ooh. so I don't sit like this. Mm. This is, you know, bad podcasting again, but yeah. I sit like this, right? And that's... You got it like real dialed in. In, yeah. in, in gender, this is female mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. this is male, right? Yeah. But I've never been able to sit like this. So at the beginning of the year, my New Year's resolution was to be able to sit cross-legged by the end of the year. And so, which meant that I needed to exercise differently and stretch differently in order to be able to do that. And as I was sitting here today in this particular position, I was like, holy cow, I'm almost there. Like, I've never sat like this before. I'm sorry for those listening. No, no, you look cool, it, man. That's but, legit. But I'm, 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 I'm sitting with my legs flat. And uh, my average quality is I, my hips, I cannot, I've never been able to the way that they were put together when I was little and so forth. Um, I'm like that one little puppy in the, in the litter that, you know, had, a, had bad hips. And uh, so I've never been able to sit. As a little kid, I couldn't I couldn't even play duck duck goose because you have to sit cross legged in duck duck goose, and when you mm-hmm. get your head head tapped, you got to get up quick. Well, I was sitting on my you know you know on my on my hip. I was I was you know yeah. laying down basically. I could never get up quick enough. I always lost at duck duck goose. But anyways, I said to myself, wait, that's that I should be able to overcome that. I don't care how my hips are put together. It's basically stretching, and so I've been doing all these different stretches in order to be able to sit you know, cross-legged eventually by the end of the year. I've never tried it. But sitting here today, I'm realizing that I'm, because I embrace this average quality, um, and I don't know, that's all for me that, why I want to do that is because if I if I get to that point, my core is going to be that much stronger. Mm. And yeah. that's really what I, I want. So I just used one little thing of, hey, I've never been able to sit cross-legged. If I can do that, um, my core is going to be stronger. I'm going to be more flexible. My hips are going to be better. I'm probably going to be healthier because of that. And uh, so... I've embraced this average quality of not yeah. being able to sit cross-legged. Um, I'm halfway through the year, right? We're in July, and I think I'm on my way because I was just sitting like this, and this is relatively comfortable. I've got pain in my hip right now, but mm-hmm. it's relatively comfortable, whereas I would never be able to do this before. Yeah, and you look cool, man. Do I? You look legit. Because I, I, 
the, so I, I used to sit like this and I was yeah. like, eh. So then I would do this, mm-hmm. right? Nah. If I can just get, get to back. Yeah. Yep. So, it's so much more again, casual, you know? Sorry for those of you listening. <laughs> no, no, no. Never apologize, dude. Okay. Everyone's envisioning right now. Some, someone probably just was went practicing into the themselves. The 90 yeah. 90 stance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See how easy and natural that is for you? Yeah. 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 And look, look at how you're sitting. Like, I could never sit like that. So <laughs> Andrew is sitting cross legged in his chair. Yeah. It, that would literally, I would be screaming in pain. Mm-hmm. But maybe one day. And, and, I think that's because you have a strong core, because you're not you're not that much more flexible than I was at, at your age. Less but, flexible, right? But you, right? Yeah. And and so it's going to be a lot easier for you in life down the road mm. because your body is going to be in a in, in a in better shape to absorb all of what the grind has to offer. Amen. Man, I love that. Yep. that is a great great little tidbit there. Phenomenal work. I almost want to use about... that as what I what I learned today. Uh, I, yeah, that, they it's the same the thing. Is because when I was sitting like this, I was thinking <laughs> to myself, "Oh, what have I learned today?" Six months into it, I'm, I, there's a chance that I, 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 I'm, I'm, I might, I might get there. You're, yeah. you're gonna get, get there. there. How about when it, we were? T- I would talk about the the core. Uh, I think we shared the story of like Coach Walsh, um, saying, uh, 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 "Yeah, t- po- posture, posture, uh, Titan core." I can't remember his exact phrase. What's the uh, yeah external rotation? Yeah, external rotation. But he would ask you guys yeah. in in the middle of the meeting, check your core, check your posture, adjust, check your posture, adjust yep. your core, whatever you know, and embrace, uh, uh, engage your core. Yep. Uh, check your posture, engage your core. I say it to myself all the time when I'm in meetings. <laughs> mm-hmm. When I'm in meetings, people will see me, and I'll 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 literally do this, sitting straight up, and I'm trying to bend forward when I'm doing it, mm-hmm. and I'm stretching. They all know now. Okay, he's just stretching. Let him go. This is okay, <laughs> right? In the middle of a board meeting, whatever. Mm-hmm. Because if I don't do it all the time, yeah. I, it, whatever, it just goes back to getting stiff. Yeah. And, uh, and then yeah. the back pain comes back or something right. along those lines. Yep. That's right. That's right. So I'm always you know checking my posture, engaging my core. And that's a back pocket thing through Coach Walsh. There you Thank go. you, Coach Walsh. Thanks, Coach Boom. Walsh. All right, so what's in your back pocket? Yeah, uh, I would say right now um, it is really understanding the power of gratitude. Mm. Um, we are growing so fast as an organization. Um, you know, my where I was a husband, a father, and a businessman, now I'm really a husband and a businessman and then as a father I don't have to spend as much time so the, you know because you guys are not home anymore and empty house and so forth so I'm spending more time thinking about you know being a great husband and being a great you know a, a great business leader um, both of those things require a lot of gratitude because it, it, it's a grind it's hard to be a great husband it's hard to be a great professional uh, I'm not talking about a good professional I'm not talking about just checking the box I want to be a great professional I want to be a great husband and so I can't do that on my own. I can't do that with my own talent. I can't just do that with my own experience and so forth. I've been really pulling out of my back pocket this whole idea around gratitude. And it is so rewarding to just think every single day. I I have not fallen asleep in at least a year and a half without spending 30 seconds. Why am, what am I grateful for that particular day? And sometimes it's super simple. Like yet last night when I was falling asleep, it was, Hey, thank you for getting Carol and I to Minnesota safely in the car. I'm not taking that for granted, even though we've driven it a thousand times. Thank you. Thank you for, and I just say to myself, thank thank you for, for getting me here safely. I'm grateful for that. Right. And I didn't have a lot of other thoughts because I was tired and I was falling asleep, but at least I thought about just the idea of gratitude. So trying to get through the grind, trying to be great at these different things. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, it's really under, not just, appreciating gratitude 
not just understanding gratitude, but just literally living with yeah, gratitude. Putting it to action. Putting it to action. It's yeah. awesome. And it also and, makes you um, like very present too. It keeps you present in a big way, which yeah. is probably the most important thing. Earlier, you guys, in Declan, you asked, hey, how do we avoid you know this whole thing around the Joe Rogan? It gets that big and so forth. A better answer would probably be just stay in the moment, right? Yeah. Always stay in the moment, stay present. Um, and, and you'll realize how powerful it is right then and there. It's not about what you did before. It's not about what you're going to do next. It's about what's right in front of you right yeah. now. I love it. Freaking love it. It's awesome. And it's so much power and gratitude, so much humility. So, uh, yeah, and it's, it's, oh, so much comes out of it. Yep. You're right. And, and you know what? I know these are just words. And, 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 and for those that are listening, it's like, hey, yeah, 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 I get that. We've heard that a thousand times so forth. Do, but just same, practice it. At the same time, when I've had the same type of thing where, yeah, 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 I keep saying the same things over and over again, that's bullshit to think in my head. Right. Because never devalue these these things that you consistently preach just because you've been saying it for years doesn't make it less less worthy that's yeah. right and and just because that... you said it for years it doesn't mean you shouldn't you you have to be doing it right now yes that's staying in the moment and realizing man so much to learn from it mm-hmm. so gratitude is in my back pocket in a big way right now yes love that amen to that and then going right off that um a challenge so you've challenged us over the past two and a half years just to Stay in the moment. These mm-hmm. same things that we've been preaching the, for the, not preaching, but discussing rather for the last hour and 15 minutes, hour, mm-hmm. 12 minutes. Um, you've challenged us and just to continue to be ourselves. So I would love for you to continue to push us down this path and tell us or ask us, challenge us, someone inside your circle or someone that you see of value that would want to come on or that we should strive to have on this podcast. Yeah, as a guest, I, I love that question. I think people have off, offered you guys um, some really great ideas. Yeah. Oh, you know, yeah. I love Wally K um, saying, "Hey, you got to get Kirk Cousins. You know, you want to really stretch." We go international if we do that, and <laughs> and, and and just you know, hey, that you guys are trying to dominate the, the Twin City sandbox, and Kirk Cousins is in that sandbox right now, and you know how powerful that would be to have somebody like that realize, "Hey, I could share this with a, a new audience if I joined the Back Pocket podcast mm. for a conversation whatever that you, you there's no reason why you can't go after, you know, all these people." Um I you, you know, my challenge is I I really want you to I really want you guys um and I don't think this is going to be a, that great of a challenge because I know we can make it happen immediately, but Tim Tim, Tim McHenry is the CEO and founder of Cooper's Hawk Winery and Restaurants. Um, 14 years ago, he had an idea. No, 16 years years ago, he had an idea. It took him two years to build uh, his business plan and to try to raise the money. Um, his story, um, because now he we have we have disrupted the casual dining segment um, in the restaurant industry so much so that we literally have a chance to dominate. And he did this from one seed, one plant, and just. His story of fortitude, of perseverance, of surrounding himself with the right people, um, building this business. And, you know, you had um, Dave Anderson on who had built a wonderful business in, in Famous Dave's Barbecue. Steve um, Schussler is going to be right before you with Rainforest Cafe. And which is, you know, which was, is, is, was super instrumental. And I'm not bragging, but both of those concepts pale in comparison to what Tim McHenry has created. And... Um, and what he has done, not just for our industry, um, but so many people have been influenced and impacted by what he has created. And, you know, I don't pretend like I'm in brain surgery or rocket science. I, 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 I 
you know, flip eggs and, and, and serve people and extend my hand in, 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 in service and hospitality every day. It's, it's, you know, I'm not going to get, but what we do do does change lives mm. for, for a few moments when you're breaking bread and you're doing it correctly and the food is great and the you're atmosphere is great. Experiences experience. for others. We are. And, and it's such an experiential, you know, society right now. Anyways, I really want you guys to have Tim on, whether you go to Chicago, I know he's not in the, the twin city sandbox and we might not. Cooperstock might not ever be able to get to Minnesota and Minneapolis. Yeah. We're trying, but the, the liquor laws, you know, are 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 very strict in this state, and um, the three tier system and so forth that we abide by. It's still hard the loopholes to try to get into this town. So it may not be the perfect one for your sandbox, but his story is powerful, and yeah. um, and and the challenge would be. Because geographically, it's going to be tough to get them on. And, and this is not somebody that you want to do over the phone. This no, is somebody you want no, to do we'd in go person. To, we'd go to the, the come, corp- to, come to his office or, 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 yeah, or, or we get him here. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm telling you there, you know, I I have been, cha- my life has been changed because of my association with Tim McHenry um, as a friend and as a business person. Mm-hmm. And the challenges the other day, you know, we got in each other's face, um, holding each other accountable. We were walking our talk to each other modeling it from the top because he didn't like something that was going on that I was responsible for. I was, and, and him pushing me that hard, you know, and I'm 11 years, his senior. Um, but this guy, this guy is, you know, he's got so much to offer this, this world and it's going to be way beyond just the restaurant business and the experience. This guy's building a lifestyle brand and, and, and and I'm thankful to be a part of it, but he'd be a great person because of all of what he has um, embraced to get there. Challenge accepted. We're going to do it. We'll make it happen. We'll see you in Chicago soon. Yes, sir. That's all we got to do. Challenge accepted. And then flipping it to two final questions. First one, putting the ball in your court. Do you have any questions for us? I I, I would love to know what is the next... uh, How are you going to disrupt the next uh, phase of the evolution of the back pocket. How are, how are you going to, so you talked earlier about, Hey, we realized this wasn't really working and we got rid of it and we moved on and reformat. What's that next disruption for the back pocket? And you got the war room and you guys are constantly talking about how you're going to shape your current, current cadence, but it's going to be constantly about how are you evaluating Hey, we've got to disrupt this. We got to we got to mm-hmm. move in a different direction. We got to we can't be overly committed to something because we're going to make an irrational decision. So maybe we love this, but we got to get rid of it because it's just not what where we want to be and so forth. Is there? Do you have an idea of that? And, and are you yeah. allowed to share what's that next big evolution? I can, I can take this allowed. one. Yeah, okay. this is go. this is like an hour long, two, 24 hour. So you got you, you need an elevator what, speech on elevator this one. pitch on it. Yeah, we're going ten floors. You got about a minute and a half. Yep, <laughs> the podcast is the bottom of the funnel. When people get to our podcast, it's because they've seen us on all these other different spheres of social interaction, uh, whether it's word of mouth, whether it's our uh, social media handles, whether it's doing an event. It's all of these things. The podcast sits at the bottom of the funnel. So when they get to us, we hopefully they already know us to a certain extent, and now we're just going to keep them for life. Uh, How can we get to more people? How can we use our authentic brand that we've built for the last two and a half years and create a lookalike audience off of that and an interest pool off of those same people because we're just going to be duplicating genuine people that care about us Mm -hmm. and that is through the um, ability to target social media um, advertising on the back end of facebook and instagram and uh, youtube and seo all that type of stuff we have the ability to get in for fairly inexpensive and find the right content not create billboard advertising that's 
throwing things down their throat, but allow ourselves to open up doors and avenues of content that we can tap into people that couldn't get to our podcast so they have no idea who we are. But to get onto their social profiles and see us for the first time, do a little peacock and show them who we are, show them what we're about, show them all the awesome guests we have on. And they're like, oh, that's kind of cool. And then we hit them with another type of video that explains us a little bit further. And maybe they buy in, maybe they don't, and then we move on to the next one. But this is a way that we can continue to touch that top of the funnel and and find people that care about us that we've never been able to touch before mm-hmm. because we've only been a podcast. But now we're realizing we're we're flipping the funnel where the podcast was like telling us who we are. Um, the pot at the top of the funnel that we've pushed that all the way to the bottom and said when we can get them there, then we're we've got them. But we can't we can't use that podcast as the source of funneling more and more people because it just doesn't work like that. Right. It's too much of a commitment to get to the podcast. Mm-hmm. So, yep. so it's in simple. We have an entire library and documentation of where we've been in the past two, two and a half years. So we're using the past and we're using the present to then fuel our future. Yeah. And so next time when we have more time, I want to dig and I want to know, is there a door that you're ready to open up? Is there yeah. new feathers that you're ready to show as a peacock? What, yeah. what will those things be to, 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 to really oh, you know yeah. understand the top of the funnel. We got answers. We yeah. got answers. But we don't have time right now. I got yeah. it. I got it. And Good. I love how you guys are thinking. Yep. And the, strate- the strategy that you're putting around it, or at least attempting to put around it, is so powerful. Mm-hmm. Amen great. to that. Amen. Um, All right, last question. Yes, sir. What did you learn today, John? Well, I'm, I don't, so I was, I'm sitting there. I you know was going to talk about that. But, um, boy, what did I learn today? So my Uber driver... I asked him if we could stop at Starbucks because I wanted to get you guys the, yeah. uh, the nitro cold brew, and that's a shout out for Starbucks. Not not a sponsor, but uh, doing sponsor, great things, making great doing, nitros, doing great things, yeah. Yeah. very experiential and so forth. Um, so you know, I was thinking, wait, he's not getting any more money if he if he stops and waits for me at Starbucks, right? Because they don't they don't do it on time; they do it based on you distance. know kind of the distance, right? Yeah. And I wasn't creating any more distance or any more money for him and so forth. So I was a little apprehensive because I was like, maybe I should just have him drop me off and then I'll just walk to your guy's place from the Starbucks. And I said, hey, would you mind, you know, if we stopped at Starbucks and this guy, it's, you know, 7.50 in the morning or even earlier, right? 7.30 in the morning. And uh, man, his approach, he was like, have you seen, have you seen my ratings as a driver? And I was like, yeah, matter of fact, it it was like 4.99 or something. He goes, I'm all about you. I'm all about the guest, whatever you need. Do you know where Starbucks is? And I said, yeah, there's one. As soon as I get in that neighborhood, I'll, I'll recognize it and so forth. And it's going to be a little out of the way. He goes, we're good. We're good. No problem. So what I what I learned is that, you know, even somebody in, in a position like an Uber driver that realizes he can impact somebody's life and make it a little bit better because of the way that he approaches his job, even the Uber driver makes a difference in life and made me feel okay about taking him out of his way and I'm thinking to myself, well, I'll just give him a big tip and stuff like that. But I don't want to say that. It, it didn't. I didn't need to because he realized mm. the essence of, you know what? I'm here to take care of the person that's in my car. It's all about you. It's not about him. Um, man, that that was just resonating with me. I'm going to do something different today because of that. Um, so I basically what I learned is in every connection, no matter what it is, riding on a train with somebody, standing at a, at a stoplight with somebody, you know, whatever, when you make a connection with somebody and that person, it understands the value of it. Um, how powerful we are as humans, mm-hmm. you know, to, 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 to make, to make people better and so forth. And this guy's name is Zingo. And he was, he made my day this morning and made it easy and removed all friction because it was all about me. Um, so I hope I can 
do the exact same thing for the next person that I connect with. You've done it for us and you're going to be, you absolutely did it for our listeners. Fourth time on the podcast. Thank you so much, dad. Yeah. I I appreciate you guys having me. Yes. Yeah. Thanks for the conversation. Amen. Cheers, dad. Cheers. Cause you can't hold on to what's inside